Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing. Nothing but pure sports. This is the JP Show. JP, it is so good to hear you back on the air. Stand by. Now, here's JP. All right, welcome into another edition of the J.P. Peterson Show here on this beautiful Tuesday morning in the world's most fabulous place to live, Champa Bay, Florida. I love our city. I really do. I love everything about our city. You know know what sucks? 50 degrees and raining in June, and that is why Boston is our bitch in so many ways. Uh, welcome into the show, brought to you by the Jeeves Law Group, J-E-E-V-E-S Law Group.com, and the great folks at Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Had a great, great conversation yesterday with Chris Lugo, their medical director over there, and uh, we talked about sleep. And you know what I did last night, Nick Gettis? Hmm. I got some sleep last night. Turned off all the stuff, took the TV out of my room. Okay, I didn't do that. But turned everything off for about an hour before half hour, well actually it was a half hour because I fell asleep so quickly. And was I actually picked up this thing? It's made of paper. It has a binding on it. It's called a book, and I haven't picked up a book in I don't know how long. And I started reading the book, and within 30 minutes, within about 15 minutes, whoosh, I was out. Had all my electronics in the other room. Had my and then had my uh, my insight timer with the sleep noise. I don't know, it wasn't pink noise or white noise. or It was just, you know, they had these these different sounds of rain and, and the ocean and stuff. With my speaker, phone was in the other room. Slept through the night. For the first time, and I can't remember how long. You are better than me. It's how I, bizarre is that? It is bizarre. You know, what I did, you know how I fell asleep last night? To a YouTube video titled, Why Does Everyone Hate Barry Bonds? <laughs> And when I woke up this morning, that YouTube, must have been a really short video. Well, it was a, no, 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 no. It was a thirty-minute video on YouTube yeah. on a channel called Baseball Doesn't Exist. These like kind of like long-form examples of this. And I woke up this morning, and my YouTube was still like just playing on loop and everything. So you're a lot better than me. I did not listen to Doc's advice last night. You did night. not, not one bit. It's so funny you say that because I saw somebody have put a reel up the other day of and it said the moment Barry Bonds knew he had to take steroids. Have you seen his video? It's like pregame uh, with the Oakland A's, and McGuire and Canseco are there. And McGuire comes over to Barry, and this is slim before he roided out Barry, and picks him up, like picks him up like a like a rag doll, and just you know they're playing around and just throwing around, and Canseco jumps in there as well. <laughs> and it's so funny to look at Barry Bonds at that size. And then the next part of the reel is him rounding the bases in his full prime of steroids. And his head's like three times bigger than the other, the previous video. His body's like six times bigger and completely like blown up. And it's like, oh, yeah, there was probably a metamorphosis of his oh, body. We're going to find way. out that they oh have the, uh, the HBO's making the documentary um, coming out in the fall. I don't know if you saw that. The Last Dance producers are producing it. On Barry Bonds? On Barry Bonds. It's going to be out on HBO. Oh, that's going to be great. So it's you got be great. The, the Barry Bonds documentary and the University of Florida documentary coming out in the fall. I need to get into the documentary business. The doc, the sports documentary business is fantastic. Yeah. Like, have yeah. you even watched, like, The Last Dance all the way through? Yeah. Fantastic. All 10 episodes, fantastic. Yeah. Because it's so good. First of all, n- nostalgia sells. Yes. Nostalgia sells. 
And that's one of, but then when you have nostalgia combined with the greatest athlete, arguably of all time, and you went through all those things as a, as a child or, 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 you know, in my case, as a, as a young reporter, you know, a young sports reporter, you remember all, you know, you forget all of it and then you remember all of it. And it was such a fascinating dynamic. And then the great thing about these documentaries is all that you use, you learn the real dirt because it's now 20 years later or whatever. And, you know, people, you've, we've discovered things, people feel more free to talk about things and you get the real good stuff. Yeah. And the HBO doc on Tiger as well. If you haven't seen that one, I have not have I seen that. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way and you would love it. Obviously it's a full Tiger doc on HBO. And it covers everything from like him showing up on what the Johnny Carson show is that yeah, what it was yeah from all the way from no, him, the Mike Douglas show the, whatever the Mike Douglas which I used to, I watch, even know Mike which I used to watch as a kid and I don't know why all the way but anyway all the way from there the rise right and then the fall and then the rise again and then the fall again yeah it takes you through the entire thing and it's it's fantastic on HBO yeah I got I got to watch that for sure um, yeah and you know I, I'm very um, yeah. I'm still so sad. I remember. I remember when that day happened, and uh, we had uh, Dr. Chris McLaren on, um, who has, who was an Army medic, and, and Chris Lugo as well. You know, who also works with the Army, and they talked about, um, you know, that Chris has worked with so many of these paratroopers that have um, uh, injured themselves, and and the, the injury was so much like that. And he's like, yeah, there's. He can. He will never really Holy. be able to play competitive golf again. And that was it. Holy one. I'm sorry. I just ran into like breaking news right here, Uh-oh. and it was on the subject of golf. And I'm a little bit stunned by this. Uh oh. This is from CNBC. I had to verify this was real. The PGA Tour have agreed to merge with Live Golf. I knew it. I knew it. Remember the because like the last month and a half they stopped talking crap about each other. Remember Rory. But then the Phil. PGA but then Phil started it up two days ago. Well, there's little tweets. Well, um, I, Rory wouldn't say anything bad. <clears throat> so what are what are the details? I have to. I'm gonna have to read the article and maybe get back to you on that. But uh, yeah, it's a very short article here. They're so merging. Far. They are merging, though. It says the two entities signed an agreement that would combine the PGA Tour and Live Golf's commercial businesses and rights into a new, yet to be named company. Oh, wow. Yeah, the deal announced Tuesday would end all pending um, litigation that had been going on between the two. Wow. So landmark right there. Yeah, you know, and it's so funny how most of these mergers happen is, is because they're legal. You know, they get into this protracted fight, and one side kind of feels like, well, there's no way we can win this, so we better try to uh, make make friends and... That's probably what has happened here. And it's really interesting over the last month and a half that they stopped sniping at each other. So we kind of knew something was in the works. But, wow, for them to to merge and, like, what – what I'm trying to think of what this is going to look like. I guess there's just going to be more elevated events. Of course, my first thing is what, what happens to our Valspar championship here. This is not a good – this is not – it's not good for the lower-level tournaments. I hate to say that about our tournament, but – it wasn't selected as an elevated event, even though they pulled off a great tournament this year, and they always have. I just wonder what this means for the non-elevated events on the PGA Tour. Because if you start, you know, you start from the bottom and start cutting events, you know, the Valspar is not one of them. I, I would, you know, I would say they're a mid-tier event. 
they're they're just a notch below the the elevated events. And I thought at some point there would be a rotation where it would be an elevated event, and that's what they had talked about with some of these other tournaments. And elevated events are are bigger purses, obviously better fields, the whole the whole nine. And these other tournaments that aren't elevated, you know, have kind of sadly been, you know, kind of put into another tier. Um, but still, PGA Tour events and, and fantastic as it was last year. So I don't know what it means for for us just yet. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But, wow, that is big news. I did not see that coming today. Are there any, any details on that? Why don't you just digest that? And we'll... Yeah, I'm going to have to try to digest it maybe during a break. Later we'll come back and revisit it. Because the PGA Tour put out a lengthy press release here with quotes wow. from Monaghan and from the Live, whoever runs the Live Golf and all that. So interesting stuff, though. Yeah. Just give me back my golf the way we loved it, you know, a year and a half. Well, ago. that's the, that's the you know that's the good news. Yeah, um, this will unite all the players again, and we can have Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and and DeChambeau and all those guys back on what what will become the PGA Tour or whatever it's going to become. But everybody will be back together again. So that's that's good news. Um, all right, we set up the show here today. Doug Wechter from Bally Sports Sun is going to join us at eleven o'clock. And Mark Donahue, who is the president of the Tampa Sports Club, I will be hosting their Hall of Fame inductions uh, tomorrow night. So looking forward to that. So we'll talk to him. We're going to try to get some of the Hall of Fame inductees uh, on the show. Dexter Jackson, Super Bowl MVP, is going in. Uh, Steve DeBerg, former Buccaneers and Bandits quarterback. I believe he played for both, uh, going into the Tampa Sports Hall of Fame. Um, and a few others that we're going to talk about. So we'll, we'll talk to Mark Donahue about that at 11.30. Um, so we will jump in today with uh, the Rays winning three of four from your Boston Red Sox. Yes, Boston is our bitch up in that dreary, cold, rainy, disgusting Boston. Mickey Ballpark. It's not a Mickey Ballpark. Oh, yeah, yes, it is. Did you need to see any more evidence after yesterday? Did you see it? Did you see what happened, JP, during the game? What, what are you referring to? You see to? what happened. Luke Rayleigh hits a, it's a the, bomb to right center field. And we got this stupid oh, little. Yes, I it's like that part. this thing, this little three it's foot, cutout, yeah. this little three foot fence there, mm-hmm. where you know your kid could, your kid can make a diving catch on yeah. that. It's called, it's called character, <clears throat> by the way. Oh, really? It's called character. I call it garbage. And <laughs> it would have been a home run in all but six ballparks, and of course that was one of them. But that's not enough. Then his next at bat, he connects on another one, Oppo Field, and it bangs off that stupid green monster that goes all the way out to center field. Would have been a home run in all but four ballparks. Of course, not that one. Blast no, no, no. So the other, the other uh, four ballparks are crap too. They are all sure. crap. They're, they're all, all crap because they're all the little. New- they're all crap except for the. They're all the little the historic mausoleum. Ones. They're all the little historic ones that everybody goes Google. No. And then later the in the game, Liam called Tropicana Field. That's that's the that's up. America's. I'm that's your that. gold standard. Of I'm baseball getting to that. I'm getting stadium. to that because I got a good quote from you from my oh, wife today on that. God. I got a good quote to bring you from that one. All right. But anyway, then in the third inning, Frankie Mejia, the one part of the ballpark that makes no sense, the pesky pole, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, it's going to benefit the Rays finally. Here it goes. It's going to land in that front row. But no, we have a little three foot wall. Where Alex Verdugo can just stick his glove out right over, and make a play, and make the Absolutely. play. Absolutely, right among the fans. Go. One of the most exciting plays in baseball that you can have into the corner there. Absolutely, the history that comes just along a with gimmicky, it. And you want a gimmicky, outdated ballpark. You said it yourself. It's beautiful. It's it's wonderful. It's no. it's, it's quirky <laughs> and fantastic and dripping with history. 
When you walk in there, you, the, the images of the great Boston teams and the fights with the Yankees and Bucky Dent's home run, Carlton Fisk's home run, the great moments that have happened, the bloody sock. I mean, just the Fenway, Fenway Park. Fenway no, Park? that happened in Yankee Stadium. Okay. The original Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Not the plastic one, no. <laughs> yeah, see, you like the old one better. Right? I like the old one better. I like the old one better. No, don't be don't be blasphemous on this show and, and talk about Fenway Park. Well, I'll give you how about balls this? are hitting catwalks. I'll give at an you alarming rate on a crappy plastic field that's going to ruin uh, the legs of your superstar Wander Franco as he plays on that crap field that they have a, a marketing agreement with, so they they won't change it. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you this quote though. Okay, it's, it's bizarre. Do they, they should put the quotes from Wander Franco and the rest of the players that hate playing on that turf when they do those Shaw grass. Uh, Shaw artificial turf where we the, where the Rays play. I'm like, you sure you want to say that out loud? <laughs> where the Rays get their most of their players injured? Where Kevin Kiermaier is like playing on that? It's like playing on a, a con- concrete in the middle of a city. Yes, Shaw Fields. Get one. Get one. So your you're kids. Ju- you're just very disrespectful. You're a very disrespectful to yes. America's ballpark today. Which, by the way, and this brings me to this. So I can't take this brings me to this. So Casey had to drive me to work today because my car is still out of commission. Right. And we're passing on the Gandhi. And I just, I always just see the trop and I just, and to myself, I always go, oh, look, there's the trop. And I said, America's ballpark. There's the slob. Yeah, okay. Well, I said that in the car. I was like, America's ballpark. And Casey goes, no, it's not. It's America's graveyard because it's always empty. And I'm like, she's like, you better tell JP that I said that. Damn right. Way to go, Casey. Way to go, Casey. Damn right. America's mausoleum. Yeah. I do. I do hate to. I, since it, it's become more fan friendly, it's, it's become more lively, this more year. lively. I don't want to dump on it too much. It's still crap. It's still absolute crap. The field is crap. The catwalks are crap. The concourses are crap. The lack of stuff we have in there, premium seating, and all the good stuff that everybody else has is crap. I might shed a tear the day it blows up. <laughs> I'll push the button. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, they should have a lottery. People can bid for the idea to do the plunger. I will take you to it. I'll raise, I'll do go do a GoFundMe, and so I can raise money just to be the guy that puts the plunger in that sucker. I'll have one hand on it, and Hagen can have the hand, hand on it the other side. And we'll just blow that bitch up. Uh, I can't wait till we have a new ballpark. You're gonna love it. You're not. In fact, you're not even gonna be allowed in it. You're gonna be banned because of your love for the Trop. I'm gonna miss it. The last game at the Trop. I'll it. I'll pay whatever the amount is to be at the last game at the Trop. Whatever the amount is, I'll be there. Yeah, at the end of the 2027 season? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What are they, the, what are they, my, my question is, like, when they build whatever they're going to build there, how long are they going to have to dig that thing up to get it, um, since it's a hazardous waste dump underneath the trap? <laughs> it's a true story. It is a hazardous waste dump, which is why they picked that piece of property, because they couldn't do anything else where they're like, hey, can we, where else can we pour, like, six feet of concrete down? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that'll cover up the toxic waste dump that was there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's put it, let's put it, and here's a better idea. Let's build on top of the toxic waste dump again. Let's put another stadium on top of it that nobody's going to go to in the worst location in the marketplace. Yeah, let's spend $1.2 billion of tax money to, to build a, a stadium that nobody's going to go to because it's so horribly located. That's a great idea on a toxic waste dump. Fantastic idea. I can't think of a better way to spend $1.2 like, billion. I feel like i got to reel you in now from this negativity about RAs here. Why would you put a convention center there that would bring in millions and millions of people 
and, and billions of dollars and put heads in beds and, you know, bring more people to our area. Because we are a tourist destination state, by the way. You don't want to, don't want to put a convention. No, we want to give a, a billionaire $1.2 billion to build another stadium in a poor, in a poor location on a toxic waste dump. It's a great idea. That is one of the, you know, for our politicians these days, that's right up, that's right down their alley. That is so perfect. That's right up, right to the script. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, all right, to the game yesterday. And um, weren't we also, you know, banging on, uh, oh, well, I'll first let you, I don't know if you want to gloat about this or, but Brandon Lau going on the injured list. <laughs> Listen, everybody needs a <laughs> a break. It's a, yeah, yeah. a little sure, mental break. Everybody needs a phantom IL stint here yeah. and there, you know. I mean, scuffling a little bit, you know. Yeah. Oh my back! I didn't mean. I didn't. Oh, my I, back. I wasn't gonna say it, but I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just, you know, you know, it. Old age. You sometimes you wake up and boy, do I ever. <laughs> you wake up on boy, the wrong do side. I ever. And, yeah, something hurts and you can't figure out what it is. And yeah, he's getting old. That guy. Yeah, he's getting, he's he, getting like, a little up there. He's like twenty nine, I think. Right? Fossil. How can he live? I don't know. He's a but. fossil. Yeah. So, enter Bruhan. Vidal Bruhan. Yeah. Who was great yesterday? Oh, wasn't he though? He was great in the field. Wasn't he? Though? Did you see him in the field? I did. I saw the snow cone. That was fantastic. The snow cone. That was a big the, play. The play later in the, the double play was huge. The double play that in the sixth inning play. to, to bail play. out McClanahan. Yeah, was perfect. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell perfect. you this is Brandon Lau don't make that play. No, he does not make Brandon that play. Brandon Lau don't make that and play. And by the way, the other guy that does not make that play is Jonathan Aranda. Who this is that play right there summed up why he cannot get a call up on this team right now. That mm-hmm. summed it up right there, because he is such a liability in the field. Bruhan is not. And Bruhan can give you some speed on the base paths if, by any means, his hitting comes along at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a good thing for him. But yeah, Brandon Lau, this is great. I think this is great for Brandon Lau. Take two weeks off, take three weeks off, whatever it is. Get a rehab stint. Yeah. Get a proper rehab stint in the minors. Go fix right? yourself. Fix yourself. I don't think Brandon Lau not being there is going to result in this team dropping off by any means. It's <laughs> no. not going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't think uh, it's, so. it's not going to happen. They'll piece it together. They'll Somehow piece it together we'll without Brandon. Without a gaping hole in the four <laughs> spot or the three spot. Yes. Somehow we'll survive that. Yeah, we'll survive. We'll uh, survive. An automatic K in the three hole, in three or four holes. Yeah, yeah especially with I, runners on base and I those think, things I think like we'll that. Be fine. I think yeah. we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Now, now Taylor Walls needs is. I mean, I didn't. I didn't want this to go untalked about because. Taylor Walls did not have a great month of May either. He did he, not. He finished at 191, I believe, and he struck out like 27 times. His, not a great month for him. His offense wise. has regressed. It has dried up. But hear me out. I can get away with it more if I put Taylor Walls, you know, eighth in the lineup. Right. Ninth in the lineup, right, where he kind of was slotted last year, mm-hmm. the elite defense, then I can get away with it with Brandon Lau hitting third in the lineup and playing subpar defense. You can have all the analytics you want about defense, and there's a lot of numbers out there. But I think the best argument is watching the Rays play day in and day out and watching how many runs they save and then also watching how many runs other teams give up. And it was, because, it was and, and Boston is such a series. great example yeah. of that. The, the, the Rays don't even hit a home run. They win three of four and probably should have sw- swept all four. If not for you know Jalen Beeks meltdown with two outs in uh, the opener on Saturday, they sweep the series, and 
it's because they're much better defensively and the Red Sox are awful defensively. And they just give up so many runs and so many stolen bases. All these, you know, you, they, we call them hidden parts of the game, but they're not hidden. They're in plain sight, for mm-hmm. God's sakes. The, 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 you know, the Little League home run that the Rays hit the other day as Boston's throwing the ball all around the yard, outfielders coming in without a sense of urgency, then throwing and making horrible throws to the wrong base, catchers throwing it into the outfield, nobody hustling after. I mean, they're just, they're awful. They're all, they, they just, it's like they don't even care. And then a couple, the last series with Toronto, I don't even think we talked much about this. Like Manoa and all these pitchers are just letting the Rays run all over the bases. Like, yeah, take as many bags as you want. Go ahead. It's all, it's like Lululemon. It's all free. Just come on in and take what you want. Take what you you I what? knew somewhere you were going to get that in. See how I worked that in? And that was a, it's a public service. It's a public that service. That was a professional lead-in, by the way, yeah, to get that in. It was a, well, just a public service because everybody loves – Casey loves Lululemon, right? Oh, yeah. So you don't have to pay for it anymore. If you didn't know this, they, they, one, of the, one of their employees had the audacity to call the cops on these two guys that came in and looted the entire store, and the employees got fired, and the CEO's like, yeah, we don't – we don't get engaged in any, you know, the looters come in, they take whatever they want. I don't want my employees getting involved with it, which is good. You don't want them, you know, to physically restrain them. But I think calling the cops would not be a bad idea. They should be fired for calling the cops, but evidently that's wrong too. So, ergo, everything in Lululemon is completely free. You can go in there and take it. They won't call the cops, and you can just walk right out. So, much like when the Rays play Toronto, as they bring it back expertly, um, to – they can take as many bags as they want, and evidently with Boston, it's the same thing. Well, they but the Rays are part of this, though. Like they make other teams make they mistakes, do. and we've they talked do. about that. Their aggressiveness on the base pass this year has been so much. This was the team last year that, again, not paying attention to the MLB closely, watching every game, but it felt like the Rays were like one of the worst like base running teams last year. Well, no? Randy alone, especially Randy. Randy was the worst team in the league at base running. Yeah. Randy. Yeah, Randy, Randy exactly. had more outs on the bases, I think, than than any other team in the league. Yeah, and then this year, himself. this year it's completely different. To where I mean, we even Wander Franco. Wander Franco is up to what twenty one bags stolen or something like that. Yeah, I didn't know Wander had that in him. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, and I, and I remember saying this, he's going like, to steal forty plus bags. I, I remember saying this when the new rules came out. I said to me, more than anything, this is going to be a runner a runner's game. This brings the running game, and it's not just. That the bags are bigger, but it's also the fact that you can only disengage twice as a pitcher. Yeah, you just so you just can't throw over as much, which kept guys close to the bag. And then once you throw over one time, now you really but but also give them too a, a chance to you don't steal. Lead. But that, I don't think that's the only reason why they've stolen thirty bags in a row or whatever it is right, right now. I mean, the catcher's still got to make the throws down there. Yeah, that's part of it. But these guys are getting good jumps. Well, that's why, because the pitchers can't. Yeah, that's part of it, but there's other things in there. And but it's just crazy to me. Like they're going to have Wander's going to steal forty bags plus. My question is, and then you're going to have Walls and Josh Lowe steal thirty plus. My question is, why aren't other teams doing this? Well, stolen bases are up across the league. I know, but not to the level that the Rays are doing. Well, the Rays. Well, here's one of the here, and here's one of the reasons. So many of these teams, like take the Yankees for instance, they're locked into long-term contracts with guys that aren't very fast. So that's why the Rays are more more athletic than these teams. And they and they but they're without having these long term bloated contracts, they were more they were in a better position. They're more nimble to change their lineup a little bit. They're, you know, get rid of G Man Choi, get rid of anybody who's not going to be able to run on the bases. Even the big guys that they have, 
Luke Rayleigh, 6'3", 235, can, <laughs> he can run. He can your base if he wants. He's, he's got like seven uh, Beth, bags. Bethancourt can, can run, Bethancourt too. Bethancourt can run, too. Even the bigger, more powerful guys are super Harold, athletic. he can run. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's, I mean, that's something that they definitely paid attention to. And, you know, the other part of it is when you when you think about it in, in baseball, if you're a halfway decent base dealer and you're doing the right things, normally these, these are bang-bang plays at second base, right? Mm-hmm. So you add the extra large bases on both ends you're you're just physically closer to the base it's less of a distance and in a, in a game where it's a bang bang play when it's you know 0.1 0.2 uh, seconds difference between out and safe that's going to make a big difference Ooh. so there you go by the way another little email i got this morning oh this just came through yeah there's a flash cell going on Oh, are we for, flashing? We're flashing. We're flashing. We're flashing. Flashing we got a fla- at the trop. Flashing at the trop. 50, 50% off lower level tickets. Uh, Monday through Friday games. Uh, it looks like it's to any remaining Monday, Friday, regular season home game. Monday through Friday, 50% off lower. Wow. 50% lower level tickets. There you wow, go. how about that? You have until June 8th. Come to think of it, I haven't seen Stu in a while. <laughs> You have until June 8th to, to redeem this offer. Is he out of the country? Somebody, somebody lock him up in a closet again? Uh, they, they keep giving him the wrong meeting room for, for the marketing meetings, and things, good things are happening. So, all right. Okay, there you go. It's going to be a summer of the Rays. There you go. Jump on it. The Rays are hot, and ticket sales, ticket prices are going down. Um, all right. So, Shane McClanahan yesterday, not at his best. But in 50-some degree weather, nobody's going to be at their best, especially the pitcher. Um, he, he looked good, did what he had to do, and now is 9-1, correct? 9-1? 9-1, yep. 9-1. The only game he, <laughs> he lost was the one I bet on. <laughs> you stayed away from the betting market I last did. yesterday? I did. I did, of course, as I was told. So that's good. Um, and he's going to start the All-Star game, or should start the All-Star game, right? Again, I would think for two so. Straight years, I think you should. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was, I was just mentioning this. I, I wrote an article. I wrote an article for um, the small magazines in South Tampa, just to pr- promote the show. And it, it's it's for an audience, a non-sports audience that I wrote this. So I wanted to do a story to tell people why the Rays are doing what they're doing and how they're doing what they're doing. And even I didn't realize the depth of the disparity between them and the, in, in, in the Yankees in terms of payroll, the Yankees payroll is $279 million. Now, don't forget the Mets are above them at 352, by the way. 352? To be like 30 and 30? Yes. Do the math on the wins, wins per, per, per dollar there between the Mets and the Rays. Um, $279 million. So the Rays... MVP star, okay. Well, we want to, call, we want to give it to Frank, Franco or Rosarena, it doesn't matter. Wander Franco makes $2 million. Rose, Randy Rosarena, $4 million. Aaron Judge, $40 million. $40 million. He's worth it. He's worth it. What's Randy worth? What's Wander Franco worth? Two million dollars. And as I explained to the, in, in my article, the Rays do this by, you know, trading older players as they get more expensive, and and the fact that you can control players' salaries for the first seven years in the big leagues. 
three years of minimum salary, and then four years of arbitration, um, which you can't technically control, but arbitration gives you players probably 50 cents on the dollar what you would pay them on the open market. So, and this is the formula, and then when the players get expensive, they go and get the cheaper prospects again. They reload with cheaper and just as talented prospects that can give you the same amount of money, and this is why they make ridiculous amounts of money and profit and why they remain so good with uh, with such a low payroll. I mean, it's it's staggering when you look at the two payrolls. The Rays have five players making more than $5 million. The Yankees have 11 players making more than $5 million. And the, the Rays ace, how much does Shane McClanahan make? $737,000. The Rays ace makes $737,000. After taxes, that's like what? 200000 And their ace, Garrett Cole, makes what? $36 million. $36 million for less production than the Rays get out of Shane McClanahan. $40 million, well, I guess you could say Judge's production is more than a Rosarena. Hit more home runs, you know, but... I think, I think he's the best player in baseball, so I think he's Behind, Besides Shohei Otani. Of course. Of course, right. You know, you would not ever say that he's not the best player in baseball. <laughs> oh, how dare I? <laughs> Silly boy. Uh, so, so, and I think when I, when I wrote that disparity, I'm thinking, people who don't know how baseball works, when they read that article, are going to be like, what? Wait a minute. How's that work? One team can have a $68 million payroll, and the other team can have a $279 million payroll, and they compete against each other? Like, that's not how it works in football and basketball and hockey. Like, how in the hell do the Rays do that? And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. But it's never been more dramatic than it is right now. Yeah, that's true. And even like, like I, I pulled that's up, crazy. I pulled up both their payrolls to compare it. Like, the Rays would never have a player. Like, prob- this is why they're not ever going to give Randy a contract, nor should they. Right? Is they have his rights through his entire prime. Right. And arbitration. Crazy. So as crappy as a as a process it is for Randy. Right. Right. It is what it is. The Rays have no reason to give him a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. No reason at all. Yeah. Even like a Josh Lowe, who I advocated to like give a six-year, seven-year, $100 million title deal right now, if they wanted to do it and buy out the arbitration years, yeah. well, they have him until he's 29. Right. Until he's like through with arbitration. So it's like... Use him up. Use him up. Like, trade him. They, they're, they're such in a good spot with their core. And then I look at the Yankees, for example. <clears throat> they're paying 37-year-old Josh Donaldson... $21 million. They're yeah. paying 33-year-old yeah. Giancarlo yeah. Stanton $32 million. Yeah. Those two combined. And when, the, and when the rules change, you know, to a more athletic game, and I know those guys hit bombs, but when they change. They but they're not, they're on, are the they Yankees, on the field? The Yankees can't pivot. No, they're not on, even on the field because they're old and they're broken down. No. And when Stanton's out there, I think he's still a pretty good player, but yeah. he's just not out there much. He's back now, though. Uh, but those two combined make what fifty one? Is that fifty one million? Yeah, fifty one million in payroll for a thirty seven year old and a thirty three year old who are nowhere near their primes and what they used to be. And the we're Rays active about what half the games this year, if that. And yeah. the active payroll for the Rays, I believe, is what fifty four million. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, they're fourth. They have the fourth lowest payroll in baseball. The fourth lowest payroll in baseball, just overall team payroll, not active payroll, just the fourth lowest payroll in baseball. 
it, it's it's <laughs> it doesn't make it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. It never has. It never will. It's funny because but this always, team's forty three and nineteen. They say that baseball has the best union in sports because they do have ridiculous salaries. But it's only the guys that have gotten to that second contract. And these other teams have figured out what the Rays found out a long time ago, is that why in the hell would you pay these big bloated contracts when you can get players that are almost as good and and certainly more hungry at a fraction of the cost, at a fraction of the cost. And so the Rays are just, you know, they're talked about as this brilliant organization. I'm like, duh, if I owned a team, I would, you know, I would spend closer to the to the median 160, but I would sprinkle in, you know, the good young players and keep that rotation going and, and, you know, pay a couple of, pay a couple of big boppers and a couple of big time starters. That's what I would do. Uh, I would, I would, I would not the top, top, top tier, but the mid-level ones and combine that with good, young, hungry players. And I think you, you, you have a sustained winner and one that could actually win the world series which we, you know, as much as we love our Rays, I think, you know, I still subscribe to the John Smoltz philosophy that the Rays have figured out how to win in the regular season, but have not figured out how to win a World Series title. But I think you would agree, never to the degree of what we've seen this year. This team, no, this, this team, team is super special. This team has a special quality around it, and I and I brought, mm. I saw this yesterday. The Rays are doing a great job, by the way. Like we've talked about with their marketing. Yeah. Have you noticed the commercials? Yeah. That they put out with this yeah. team. Yeah, really. And they good. use these words like fun and kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. there's like that Latin music kind of playing in the background. Yep. And they're showing these highlights. And I'm going through it and I'm like, it's literally just a 60 game sample size. But I forget how many cool moments yeah. we've a had already. And like even them. wander like the, the bare hand on the pop up to, to left field. Like yeah. they show that one in there. Randy. The flip of the ball. The flip of the ball. The Randy land. Like there's so many like cool moments that have happened and we're only a third of the way through. Yeah. Like there's a there's such a special quality to this team right but now. I don't remind you. We've had other teams like this, but they've never marketed I like just this. don't know if it's been to this degree. Well they, well, they just haven't marketed it. I like mean being this. number 1 in hit oh, well the Rangers no, it have hasn't had. Been to this it just degree. hasn't been to this degree yeah, of yeah. being top 2 in hitting, top 2 in pitching, yeah. all these things and the cool factor. They have players that now they're finally marketing like you mentioned. Yep. They have a core that I think is going to be together for years to come now, the one to invest in. It just feels different. And it, what's the only thing in their way? Health. Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah, that was the other part of my article. This, this is what's going to derail this team is the health. And, you know, the pitching, uh, it's just you can't survive with this many injuries. And we and this is where we've seen it with the Rays. This is where they peter well, out at the end of the it year. It has felt like, though, I'm going to give, give the bullpen some credit today. Can I, can I give the bullpen some credit today? Sure. Because, like I said, they were great in the Chicago series against the Cubs. They really were. And even in this series against Boston, I believe they're on a they're on a pretty long streak right now without giving a, an earned run up the bullpen mm-hmm. at the moment, and they seem like they've caught up a little bit. Like in a way, getting the off day, they've had like two off days in the last week that were kind of like one was scheduled and one obviously wasn't because of Friday. Right. It feels like they've caught up a little bit, if that makes sense, in their pin. Mm-hmm. And now the guys seem to be a little bit fresher. And Sean Armstrong, we didn't talk about him much yesterday, but right. his return. Uh, he's going to be a big piece in there, I think, going forward. Jason Adam, did you see him in the ninth inning yesterday? Yeah. That looked like 2022 Jason Adam. Which we need. Which we need. Got to have it. So I'm seeing encouraging things from that moment. And if they can just make it through June, 
get to July, they'll make some more moves in the bullpen. I think I'm pretty confident they will. And also, they're 43-19, and and they have the easiest schedule of anybody in the AL East the rest of the way. Oh, they do? They've already made it through the tough part, and they're 43-19. and Wow. If they win 50% of the games going forward, they're going to be like a 95-win team. And if they win, like, a, if they keep on the pace they're at, they're going to be a 115 team, win team. They're going to meet in the middle, and they're going to be like 100, so 105. 118? Mariners? 116 with the Mariners. 116 Mariners? They're going to be somewhere in that 100, 110 range. And I, and I, and I don't want them to get caught up in that. No, and I don't think they will, but they're don't just get, playing. Don't, don't get caught up. If, if, you're, if you get near it at the end, I, I just don't, don't even talk about it. It's irrelevant. It's, you know, it, you become more of a punchline. Yeah. Than, than anything else when you do that because you know typically as we saw with the Bruins this year you don't win you don't win squat um, all right a couple of uh, comments from our folks as, as, as Thomas Casper rightly points out USA Today ranks the top 29th one from the bottom first thing they've gotten right in quite some time at the USA Today uh, EPA super site that the NHL almost rejected for hockey is <laughs> so true. Oh, uh, CNBC exclusive interview with Jay Monahan, PGA Tour Commissioner, coming up soon. All right. Well, thank you, John Hill. We will uh, get you some of the highlights of that. Richie P says, I love T. Walls, but damn, he didn't get a hit the whole weekend. That's okay. It's all right. He's but, fine. But I give him Brandon credit, Laos though. goes months without getting a hit. So <laughs> I do give him credit, though. He came up yesterday with the bases juiced, and he drew a walk. Yeah. He drew a walk. Ain't nothing he, wrong with that. And I'll take that all day. Um. Richie P says, if we kill him, be loud, me included. What are we going to do with Walls uh, if he keeps on this slump? Well, then he'll just be Brandon Lau with a glove. <laughs> that, that, I think that was my whole point. It's like if I bat Taylor Walls in the eight in the eight right. hole and he's batting, you know, two twenty, two thirty, but he's giving me elite defense. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. I can live with that. Jer- Jordan says, can't wait to see the drop implode like the Kingdom in Seattle in the nineties. Yep, uh, I'll pay for a ticket on Implosion Day. Yes, me too. Absolutely. The Kingdome, though, I think had a concrete roof. Yeah, I've seen like old video footage Ooh, of that thing. That's bad. That thing was ugly. Oh, it was it was trapped <laughs> in concrete. Is basically what it or was. Or no, the uh, the what do you call it? What did Minnesota used the to Metrodome. play? Metrodome. The Metrodome. The baggy. That the thing baggy was awful. The, the videos of like seeing Kirby Puckett hit home runs in the World with, Series against the baggy with the glass. Like the yeah. like the hockey glass yeah. going across. Like what? I couldn't imagine. I was a kid. Like I was always so confused when I see that. Field. They didn't have baggy. And then that wall in right field where the seats like go yeah. up and all that. Yeah. Awful. Ugh. And it was loud, man. It was so loud. Oh, the acoustics in these places. And are they awesome. could turn on the air. Like the air, they had a ton. They had a, uh, like a big fan that sucked the air out from center field. So when the when the Twins were batting, they'd suck the air out, and so the the air would be blowing out. And when the other team was batting, they put it back in. You know, there's a there's a there's a a section of fans on Twitter that are Yankee fans who believe the Rays do the same thing at the Trop. Do they really? Oh yeah, they were bitching about it when when they were here last time. I, I hope they are. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Oh, uh, Richie says, Nick, you can't even keep a straight face saying that. Shed a tear. Yeah, right. It's true. I will shed a tear. I think you believe me that I'll shed a tear. Oh, you will. You're misguided in so many ways. Did y'all just see Mickelson's tweet? Wonder what the shark thinks ultimately. What was Mickelson's tweet? Uh, I think he tweeted like a very great day or something like that. He cut them really short. So what's weird about this now is, you know, Mickelson. He said awesome day today. That's what he said. Mickelson was such the pariah, right? 
Yeah. He was such the pariah of it. And, and I said it, listen, I, I supported Mickelson, not the, you know specifically what he said, but I supported his honesty on it. His honesty, where everybody else takes the Saudi money and then it's going to stand up like, oh, I, you know, oh, this is horrible. How could you do this? And and, and Mickelson is just saying the, the a, a number one, the truth. Yeah. And B, the same thing that everybody else knows that takes the Saudi money. So now all the golfers are going to take the Saudi so that, that's money. That's my question. Ethically and morally, and now it's going to be fine. See, that's my question. I want to know, and I have so many questions, and I hope Jay Monahan has a chance to address these things. But it's, you know, everybody killed Live Golf or, you know, the Saudi thing. And it's like, okay, well, now. PGA Tour, who tried to you know put themselves on a pedestal here and act like they're great and they're not greedy, mm-hmm. right? Which right. has been exposed. Totally. That's what Live Golf did. Yep. Now they're joining them. So what does it make? Now that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you now? If you're just going to merge with them and you're going to work with them, and then the other question I have: all these guys who have these crazy big contracts that are guaranteed, are we grandfathered into these? I don't know. Or are we like I telling everybody, answers. guess what? They're all gone. I need answers. I have lots of questions going on. Yeah. And with all the majors coming up now, because we're like, we still got, what, two majors to go? The yeah. U.S. Open's right around the corner. And the British we're Open. in the middle of the PGA Tour Sorry, swing. The Open Championship. Like, are we still separate? Are we still operating as separate entities, but, like, we're working together? Like, what is, I, so many questions to be answered through this whole process. I'm going to miss the drama. You loved it, that drama <laughs> took over the PGA Tour, I or did. the or golf. We're sports talk people. Uh, we root for drama. It was great. It, it was, was great fantastic. last summer when this was happening. Yeah. Like, as <laughs> we're getting in fights and arguments and throwing sand <laughs> on other people and let the record not be shown. Bunkers let and- the record be shown. How about you? How much you want to bet? Brooks Kepka winning the PGA Championship expedited this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because all the. Remember the whole, when he was standing up there in front of all the PGA Tour people, right? And they all had that scowl on their face and the fake clap and all that. They were not happy to see Brooks Kepka win that championship, right? No. This was – I don't recall seeing Jay Monahan up there either, by the way. No. I, he was no. a little bit of a no-show for me. Yeah. I think that was enough for the PGA Tour right there. I, I think it had more to do with the legalese, to be honest with you. Money drives everything. So I don't, I don't think they suddenly went, oh, Brooks Kepka because he's a PGA champion and now he's not going to be able to play at our event. I don't think anybody was doing that. <laughs> I think it all it's all comes down to money and numbers and legalities and the PGA Tour probably thought that they were going to lose the lawsuit because of um, the live the Saudi people. <laughs> yeah, they can't fight that battle. No, because the Saudis <laughs> give way more money to the politicians than, than the other people do. They got more money to buy more people. I, I'm like so conflicted so on it. They like- knew that they were going to lose that. The the, the judge was going to lean the Saudis way because that's where all the money was. And they probably said, all right, well, let's get the best deal we can get then before we lose this this lawsuit and crush the PGA Tour. I will say, by the way, I have moved over to your camp, this whole, like, sports-watching thing yeah. that the Saudis are doing. Yeah. Like, they're in everything. They're in everything. They're They've in been for a while. everything now. Yeah, of course. Like, this whole live golf thing that they did. Like, I keep track of the Man United thing. Like, Man United fans, me included, are actually praying that the Saudi sheiks buy Man United. Right. Because I want the money. It's flow of money. I want the money to yeah. buy players. Of course. Of course you do. <laughs> but like, you have no morals. I hate you that, don't care how they well, make their money. Well, that's what I'm saying. I hate that I have to think that way. But it's just kind of well, where it is. Like, and MLS is dead because all the players that got to 30, 31 when it comes to MLS, guess where they're going now? They're going to Saudi. 
Because they're giving him, like, the, the guy who just won the player of the year in the entire world last year, Karen Benzema. Mm-hmm. He just signed three years, $600 million. He's at the top of his game, the top of the top, and he was given that contract to go play in the Saudi League where Ronaldo's playing and some other guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why nobody's coming over to MLS anymore. They're mm-hmm. all just going to go play in Saudi to retire. Because look at the money. Mm-hmm. I hate that so much. You know how you break that? Hmm. Do you really want to know? I don't, I don't know, honestly. I know intern Alex doesn't want to know. You do what Trump did. You make us energy independent. I don't and even, then we control I'm the price be honest, of oil. I don't even know what that means. We control Exactly, you don't, because you don't pay attention to it. Then we control the price of oil like we did, and it goes down to 15 bucks a barrel, and the Saudis are sitting there with their junk in their hand going, oh, now what do we do? Uh, and now, we, now they're like, oh, now we rule the world again, because <laughs> Biden shut off the spigot of oil. They control, now we control the oil. Now we control the world. Cause we can, and we can give out as much money as we want because we can make as much money as we want because we set the price. Boy, that probably wasn't a real smart thing to do for us. Energy independence really is a good idea. Even if you hate Trump, it's a really good idea. It, it, it gives us a lot more of our freedom back. And then you we don't have so. to lose all our athletes to, Saudi, to that dirty Saudi money. It's dirty. But listen, well, and, and you know, go look, at, go look at what Saudi Arabia stands for. It's dirty money. Look at what they do to gay people and trans people. It ain't pretty. But everybody will jump in line for that money. They'll jump in line for that money. Then they don't care about the politics when the money's there. Nah, they don't care about the politics then. Interesting. Such a selective uh, morality. Oh, oh, but you're going to pay me? Oh, well, yeah, well, that's your culture. You, well, we're not going to bother with your culture. We're... You do what you, you know, you're, you're a separate name. You do what you do. I'm not, we're not going to get involved in that. Now they're not going to get involved. Okay. All right. Because the money's there. It's funny how people do that. All right. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk uh, some bucks. We're going to talk some, did you watch a hockey game last night? I stayed with it. I did. I did stay with it. wasn't much of a hockey game. No, but there was a lot of Ooh. extracurriculars Ooh. going on that made it entertaining. What a hit by Kachuk. Holy moly, I came out of my chair. Oh, you know what? Credit to Eichel, though. We'll talk about that. We're brought to you by the Jeeves Law Group, J-E-E-V-E-S Law Group.com, Bay Area Modern Medical Center, Italiano Insurance, the Golden Diamond Source, Extravaganza Productions Incorporated, and American Mortgage Services. Back in three. Doug Wechter coming up at 11. Stay with us. Guys, are you experiencing those feelings of getting older, lower sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, or you just don't feel like you had the vitality you once had? It's a chronic problem here in the United States. You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. So do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Look, testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Folks, I've been on testosterone therapy for over six years, and it is a life changer. You will feel and look better. 
than you did 10 years ago. Give them a call at 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Tell them JP sent you for priority scheduling. That's 844-977-3477 or BAMMC.com. JP here for the Jeeves Law Group. Have you been injured in an accident, in an auto accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, at work or at a place of business? Well, call the Jeeves Law Group and get the personal attention that you deserve. I made the mistake many, many years ago with going with one of the bigger law firms, the national law firms. And let me tell you, getting a call back from those folks was next to impossible. Weeks and weeks would go by never get a call back that doesn't happen with the jeeves law group personal attention is what they're all about when you call the jeeves law group you will be part of the family they will represent you in a vigorous and aggressive way against the insurance companies these larger companies will promise bigger settlements but it's the jeeves law group that will get you the best results if you're tired of dealing with these bigger law firms check out the jeeves law group go to jeeveslawgroup.com tell them jp sent you get a free consultation It's the Jeeves Law Group. Scott Jeeves has been representing clients in the Tampa Bay area for over 25 years. Give them a call. It's a free call. 727-894-2929. 727-894-2929. Or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. During COVID, over 1.7 million people were added to the Florida Medicaid rolls, but as of April 1st, 2023, most of these people may not be eligible for the Medicaid coverage and will lose their health plan. If you have been notified you are losing your coverage, don't freak out. It's very likely you can apply for a federal subsidy under the Affordable Care Act. Just call 877-652-0244. Our representatives will walk you through the whole process, get some basic information on your income, number of kids, and then they'll find a plan that best fits your needs. In fact, with the new laws, 90% of Americans qualify for reduced or free health care. You can select great plans like Florida Blue, that's my carrier, love them, paying $800 less after making the call. 877-652-0244. Our highly trained professionals know all the intricacies of the new laws. They will do all the work. You save tons of money. So if you're being dropped from Medicaid, fear not. Call 877-652-0244. Get real health insurance, free doctor visits, free blood work, no deductibles. 877-652-0244. Hey, JP here for Extravaganza Productions Incorporated, EPI. You've probably seen their purple logo at so many events that you've gone to. They are based in Tampa, and for over 33 years, they've been creating and producing conferences, meetings, and special events, the biggest to the smallest, solid reputation of delivering the best audiovisual, sound, lighting, entertainment, video production, and decor on time and on budget. I've worked with them with so many big events the Warrior Games, which was an Olympic-style event all over uh, Tampa Bay, from McDill to the Convention Center to USF. They did it flawlessly, made it look big and fantastic. I've worked with them on small events as well, uh, large and small meetings and conferences, sporting events, fundraisers. If you got a fundraiser, you don't know the logistical way to pull it off, they'll take care of everything. Entertainment events, branding events, grand openings, so much more. The folks at Extravaganza Productions are the most professional and the best. I've worked with them many times. They are fantastic. You can contact them through extravaganzaproductions.com or call 813-621-4700. Extravaganza Productions, they are awesome. All right, this is for all you guys who don't want to go to the gym and do 5,000 crunches. At Bay Area Modern Medical Center, you can get on the new True Body Machine where you can reduce fat and tone up your muscle. It's like doing 54,000 crunches 
in just 15 minutes. Define your body as you see fit. True Body offers personalized muscle stimulation that delivers the equivalent of those 54,000 crunches in just 15 minutes. Just get in touch with them at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Chris Lugo and the team over there will set you up on True Body and get amazing results. Non-invasive with comfortable and little to no pain and zero downtime. You can isolate and target those areas that you want to improve and treat multiple areas simultaneously. It's an amazing machine, so check it out at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. Coming back at you. Now, more with JP on Fan Stream Sports. Only just begun. All right, welcome back to the JP Peterson Show. Brought to you by the great folks at the Jeeves Law Group and Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Go to BAMMC.com, get your appointment. You can book the appointment right there online. Uh, and you can book it after doctor's hours, too, if you need to get a 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock appointment. Uh, they will do that for you at Bay Area Modern Medical Center. And of course, they'll give you great attention, personal attention, and not just shove you in and shove you out 15 minutes with a doctor, write a script, see you later, where they don't even pay attention to the root cause of what's going on with you. Um, at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, that's what they do. They'll spend time with you. They'll find out exactly what um, is going on with you personally, what you metabolize well, what you don't metabolize well. Everybody is different. They uh, metabolize drugs differently, supplements, all that stuff. So you got to get the blood work done and get a personal plan just for you. That's what they do at Bay Area Modern Medical Center. So stop going to cookie-cutter medicine. Uh, get someone that's going to have an interest in you personally and spend time with you, and they'll do that at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, B-A-M-M-C dot com. Um, all right, you guys are giving me some great content here. Um, I didn't even know about this reporter um, I guess she works for CBS Miami. She, some dude was trying to get in her live shot last night, and she wasn't having anything of it. And she just stiff-armed this golden nice face. And um, just Derek Henry, see you later. Well, that went viral. What's her name? Samantha River Rivera? Samantha Rivera, CBS Miami. Nice job. Nice job. I don't know if it was as impressive as what I did with the fans in the was, black hole. I was just going to ask in you. In Oakland. I mean, you know, it, it, I'd have to, you know, just say that that was a little bit more challenging than what she was dealing with there. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did a fantastic job. But I've been there. I've been there. People are just yelling and screaming at you when you're trying to do a live shot or, or do an hour-long pregame buck show like I was doing from the end. Somebody thought it would be a great idea to set up in the black hole area in the end zone. <laughs> Probably not the best idea, um, but we. <laughs> but we, that's how I got my job at Channel 8. The news director was watching that and said, man, if that guy can do that, 
He can do anything. But she did a great job. She did a really, really good job. It just totally stiff-armed this dude. <laughs> Love it. Um, and you tell, you're telling me Channel 8 just hired a new reporter? Yeah. Her name is Eileen, and forgive me, but I cannot spell her. I cannot pronounce her. Natiak? Natiak might be. Yeah. Yeah, she's been, she was a Saints reporter for the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find her announcement here. Sounds like she grew up in Tampa. Oh, fantastic. So she's coming back home, and she's very excited for it. Good for her. That's awesome. So there you go. So, yeah, retweet that out. Welcome to Tampa. And we need to, you know, back in the day, there were so many, like, everybody knew who the TV sports guys were. Like, and now they come and go so quickly, you just, you don't even know who they are. And that's that's sad. Well, it's good to see Channel 8 investing. Yes, and local Obviously. talent, too. Yeah. Homegrown. you got to love that. Um, all right, the Bucks are out at OTAs today, and look who showed up. Mike Evans is out there. Mike Evans is out there running around. Who else is out there? Carlton Davis. According to Pewter Report, our, our eyes and ears out there at, at Bucks and, Camp, since we're on uh, now, we can't be there. And Ryan Jensen is there as well, but he's not participating, nor does he have any reason to. Has the knee brace on. Video him talking with Jason Lake on the side, but mm-hmm. good to see Big Red out there. Uh, and I don't think it's mandatory yet. I think these no, guys are just all. So. I think these guys are all just kind of filtering in. Still waiting on Devin White. I was going to say, is Devin there today? <laughs> Devin is not there today. No, Devin's not there. So today? we'll get there with the mandatories. But uh, but good to see the veterans out there. And I'm I'm just been looking at some of the video Pewter reports and putting out there. And we've been hearing about the offensive line and how much bigger they look this year. And I tell you what, this video you can really see it. And even Tristan Wirfs, I think he's gotten bigger this year. I almost want to ask Scott this one next time we can get him well, on. He I saw him at the bigger. I saw him at the All Star uh, event, <coughs> and Vita Vea, by the way, two humongous men who can hit the golf ball a, a long way. Very, it's both of them very athletic. At three hundred fifty and three hundred sixty-five pounds, extremely athletic. Crazy to say that. Uh, Carlton Davis the third is out there as well. So that's good. It's I think I I've been saying this for a while. I love the vibe of this team. I like the vibe of this team. I like the you know the fact that. You know, again, I'm not dunking on Brady. It just is what it is. It's just everything. Everything is not focused on one dude anymore. You know, it's a, it's more of a team effort. It's more of a team concept. I like that. It's you know, Here. it's more. It's more quick, quick, quick. I need you to do this. I right. need you to look at this still shot of all three quarterbacks. Right. And based on this, I need you to tell me which way you're leaning in the quarterback competition. Here, tilt it around a little bit more. What am I? What am I looking at? Um, Who looks like the franchise quarterback? Let's let's go overblown and breaking down every still shot we get of these quarterbacks. Tell me what you see. Uh, I like number eleven. Number eleven looks a little. That's Wolford, I think. Yeah. Looks a little bit relaxed there. Yeah, he does. He does. I like eleven. He's up on his toes. Well, they're all end up on their toes. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm not? I don't like about Wolford my, though. That was my number. He's a bit. He's a bit wimpy down low here. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Below the knees, he's a bit wimpy. Does look not at have ba- enough. Junk look at ba- in his trunk. Look at Kyle. Look at that. A little ripped. He's ripped. Kyle looks ripped. I'm not even going to lie. He's, he's popping a quad there. Of the three, he's, he's popping the quad. Of the three, he, yeah. he's got the best build. Of the three. <laughs> Why does Baker have a milkshake in his hand? That's what I want to know. Why is he? No. no, he does not. I'm kidding. Um, but hasn't Bowles, let's just be honest, hasn't he given it away already? 
when he said when he used the word moxie, remember he talked about Baker when we signed him. He's got the moxie. Yep. And then when asked, they said who's going to win the job. He's like, well, you know, whoever has the team rally around him, whoever shows the most moxie. Oh, oh, slipped. He slipped. Never says Kyle Trask has moxie, does he? Never says Kyle Trask. He, you know what they always say about Kyle, Kyle Trask? He works hard. Yep. He's there. I I look out my window. There he is. He's out there playing with him by himself, and he's out there working. He's working hard. That's what they always say about him. He's a hard worker. Mm -hmm. It's like the girl with the great personality. (laughs) What do you think about her? She's got a great personality. She does. Oh, it set me up on that blind date. Okay. All right. See where this is going. Yeah, he's always the hard worker. He's the coach's kid, right? That's 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 saying um, Baker Mayfield's beating you out is what that's saying, right there. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how. We'll see where it goes. I can't. I can't wait to get into training camp and we can, you know, be out there charting every pass, you know, and and actually seeing the guys in pads would be good too. That would be good. So we'll 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 see. We'll see how it goes. But that's um, OTAs today, and we'll uh, we'll get to Scott Reynolds on tomorrow. I'm sure he's out there today with all the Peter Report guys. And we'll get some more scoop on what's happening at Bucks OTA. All right, quick break. When we come back, Doug Wechter is going to join us for Bally Sports Sun. We're going to dig a little deeper into the Rays as they welcome in two first-place teams this week, the Twins and the suddenly mighty Rangers. Wow. So we'll talk to Doug Wechter when we come back. Stay with us. This is for all you guys who don't want to go to the gym and do 5,000 crunches. At Bay Area Modern Medical Center, you can get on the new True Body Machine where you can reduce fat and tone up your muscle. It's like doing 54,000 crunches in just 15 minutes. Define your body as you see fit. True Body offers personalized muscle stimulation that delivers the equivalent of those 54,000 crunches in just 15 minutes. Just Get in touch with them at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Chris Lugo and the team over there will set you up on TrueBody and get amazing results. Non-invasive with comfortable and little to no pain and zero downtime. You can isolate and target those areas that you want to improve and treat multiple areas simultaneously. It's an amazing machine, so check it out at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Well, Fitz the Mortgage Guy did it again. A listener heard his ad was going to another big bank but called Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services of Tampa and Fitz saved him $618 on his monthly payment. Are you kidding me? Folks, that's big money. Rates are going up, they're going down, they're going all over the place. Scott will shop your loan and save you lender fees and get the best rates. Email him, scott at amstampa.com or call 813-294-7595. That's Fitz the Mortgage Guy. Lots of stuff going on right now and these rates are going all over the place. You need somebody knowledgeable in the market that will work hard for you and get you the best deal. That's my man Scott. He's done three loans for me, done thousands of loans for local folks here, works with a lot of the coaches and players in the area. He's the guy. 813-294-7595 or go to scott at amstampa.com. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? 
Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. Let's go! Right now. Back to the show with JP on FanStream Sports. All right, welcome back to the J.P. Peterson Show, brought to you by Extravaganza Productions, the great folks over there at EPI. If you have a big event coming up or a small event, a birthday party, a corporate event, a charity event, they produce events. They produce the biggest events and some of the smallest events, but they do it with great professionalism. So if you got an event coming up, you can just go to their website, extravaganzaproductions.com and get a free consultation. They'll go over the creative with you, go over a bunch of different ideas with you. They've got a warehouse full of props that uh, they can use. Really cool stuff. So um, just give them a call over there. Tell them JP sent you. All right, let's welcome in our good friend from Bally Sports Sun and former Devil Ray hurler himself, the great Doug Wechter, joining us here. What's up, Doug? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys? Fantastic. We're uh, bathing in the glow of this fantastic Rays baseball team, talking about all their superlatives and wondering why they're not up 12 and a half games in the division. So <laughs> with the start that they're off yeah, to, and they got to fight for everything. they got two first-place teams coming in this week, and the Twins and the Rangers, I don't know where the hell they came from, um, but it, it's, you know, this series we just saw in Boston, they don't even hit a home run and they still win three or four. And that's kind of the secret of this team, Doug, right? They can be, beat you in so many ways. The versatility of this team, I mean, offensively is just outstanding, right? We go in there, we go into the season. Your one question mark typically with the Rays is going to be how powerful is the offense going to be? And, and when I say powerful, I don't mean really just home runs. I'm just thinking, you know, how often are they going to get to that four or five run mark per game to be able to give these pitchers a little run support? And, you know, just seeing what this offense has done over the course of the first couple months is just insane. I mean, nobody would have predicted the power numbers that these guys are coming up with. Uh, number one in the league with extra base hits. Of course, they're right up there with uh, home runs. You know, just about every single offensive category they're either leading in or they're top three or four in the entire league. And when you're putting that kind of offense up with, you match it with the pitching that they have, you know, and now the bullpen looking like it's going to get in better shape yeah. with a few additions. Um, I, I mean, this team is just, it's the most total uh, major league team, major league club that I've seen the Rays put together in possibly in the last 10 to 15 years, but maybe ever. I mean, they, they are just outstanding right now. Yeah, I, I said it earlier. They have a special quality unlike any Rays team I think I've ever seen. That includes 2008. That includes 2020. It just seems really different right now, and fun is the word I'll use. And and you talked about the pitching, and they've held up so much through all the injuries. And we got Tyler Glass now back, which we'd love to see. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, what have you seen? What do you make of his two outings that he's had so far? Yeah, I mean, the stuff is there, right? We, we see the stuff, and it just jumps off the table, and 
you know, one thing that I was looking for, specifically coming off that elbow injury, um, it, it's the shape of the breaking ball. When you look and see that uh, when a guy comes off Tommy John, the last thing that typically comes is going to be the shape of the breaking ball and if he has feel for it. Uh, the fastball, the velocity is usually there. And, you know, what we're seeing from Tyler is that he's got it all back. And it's as sharp as, as it's ever been. Um, you know, he's getting a lot of swing and misses on it. You know, the the breaking ball, I believe he had 13 swing and misses last outing, and 12 of them were on either the slider or the breaking ball. Um, wow. So you got a guy who goes out there and will get a lot of swing and miss, but that's all because he can pitch off that fastball. So, you know, the stuff is there, top of 98-99. Um, the feel for pitching is back, and, you know, the mechanics look really good. So from what I'm seeing, I, I just think this is going to be Tyler Glass now moving forward, and it seems like he's still – kind of in spring training mode and i don't mean that as a knock to him i just think that means that every single time he'll probably get hopefully deeper and deeper and better and better in the games and uh we've seen that through the first two starts already doug wechter joining us here uh, give me your scouting report now after you've seen a pretty good sample size of taj bradley and what do you think uh, he can do here in, in this year and his future with the race sure i think mentally he's off the chart i, I think uh he's so much more advanced than you would typically see from a 22-year-old pitcher. Typically, you're going to see a 22-year-old with stuff go in there and, you know, be very hit or miss, right? That That's just the way it is. You don't go to the major leagues and automatically feel comfortable, but, you know, it's crazy. That's what we're seeing from Taj. Uh, he's very comfortable. He's very poised. He's poised well beyond his years. So that's one of the main things I see. Um, the second thing I see is, you know, high IQ, baseball IQ. And what I mean by that is that he goes in there and he's able to adjust very quickly uh, a game plan. If he has a game plan, it doesn't seem to be working. Or if the other team is, you know, locked in and, you know, really has a good way of going up against him, uh, he has no problem switching. So if he's going fastball heavy early, uh, he can always switch that up and go breaking ball pitch backwards. And so he's just one of those kids that's very advanced mentally all around. Uh, and then stuff-wise, I mean, my goodness, this dude topping 97, 98 miles an hour with a nice oh. cutter that uh, he can work into the zone behind an account, and then also a nice breaking ball behind that and the changeup. So really there's not much not to like about where Todd is. Um, obviously he could be definitely a top-end-of-the-rotation type guy. Uh, but the good thing about what the Rays need him to do this year is that they don't need him to be that guy. They just need him to go out there every five days and get his work in. Uh, if he keeps, if he continues to do that, I mean, he can he can win double digit games easily this year. And Doug, last year too, I mean, I, I go down to the base running, which has been just fantastic this entire season, and especially right now, where I believe it's still going the thirty for thirty streak at the run right now, stealing bases. Like Wander Franco is going to be a forty stolen base guy this year, which I just did not see coming, right? And Josh Lowe and Taylor Walls might steal 30 apiece, which is great. Yeah, and, it, it is, you know, elevated at some point with the rule changes. We just didn't know how much. Uh, and no doubt, that's playing a huge factor in what the Rays are doing and, you know, the aggressiveness that we're seeing on the bases. Uh, but I'll tell you, I mean, you have to have a super athletic lineup to be able to do what they're doing on the bags. And, and that's what they are. They're built very athletically, they have a lot of speed. They're hitting with a lot of power, and you know that's the crazy thing is that they're they're, they're not really consistently getting thrown out either. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, I think they were thirty nine for thirty nine or thirty nine for forty and stolen base attempts, something crazy like that. 
And so what that does is that obviously does a couple things very beneficial for you offensively. You can now get in the scoring position without having to make a productive out, without having to lay a butt down, uh, without having to do much, right? And the majority of these stolen bases are coming on the first pitch. So, you know, whoever's up next, they're able to work with a guy in scoring position within two pitches, which is insane. Uh, the second thing it does is puts a lot of pressure on the pitcher. I mean, I, I've been in situations where guys, teams are running on me, and it's very frustrating because you can't find a way to slow them down on the bases. And it takes you out of your game mentally because you're so focused on on the base running and how they're running all over you. And then you wind up not executing pitches at the plate because yeah. you're you're worried about everybody running around. And so it does so many things beneficial for the offense, for the Rays. And, I mean, we've been seeing it all year, and I don't see them slowing down at all. Yeah, you know, you mentioned that, Doug, and I've, I've long been an advocate of that leadoff guy like get me a quintessential leadoff guy that can run and get off base and you know watching you know when I was growing up we had a lot of those guys the Richie Henderson Ricky Henderson's the Vince Coleman's I mean these guys were constantly wreaking havoc and it was so much better for the guys that followed them in the lineup and now you got raised players that could do it all throughout the the lineup I mean Yandy's not necessarily that prototypical leadoff guy but everybody else it, it can can run and does run and I just think it's it's such a it, it, it makes baseball so much more enjoyable now and and you were just mentioning this nick how much more fun it is to watch the rays i mean the rays have been winners the past three years or getting the playoffs four years but this team is fun to watch last year's team was really boring <laughs> this year's team is so fun to watch and i think part of it is because of the the way they run the athleticism and their and boy they have a lot of fun out there too which i like i like seeing all that stuff yeah yeah, and it's funny you mentioned Yanni Diaz. You know, he's, he's the leadoff hitter, and honestly, he's one of the only guys who you don't see running a lot. Right, exactly. Uh, and that's hilarious because back in the day, that's all you look for in a leadoff hitter, somebody who can get on, hit the ball on the ground, and go for speed. Well, Yanni's doing everything else, though. I mean, this guy, in my opinion, is the MVP of the team so far. Um, you know, for him to be able to create lift in his swing this year but not uh, not let it prohibit or, or not really hurt his strikeout numbers, right. you know, not affect his walk rate. Um, for him to do the adjustments that he's done at power but not really take away from any other part of his game, you just don't see that happen. You, you, I've never, never seen that kind of adjustment happen and pay off without having to give something up on the back end. And Yandi hasn't given anything up. He, he's just the most complete player I've seen in a long time. Uh, from the on-base percentage, from the power game, uh, you know, just basically everything. And he's also playing an outstanding defense. So just a great, great leadoff hitter for the Rays. But you, you were talking about how everybody else in the lineup pretty much runs. I mean, you got to think about it. Jose Siri's almost in the nine hole or in the bottom of the lineup every time. That dude's one of the fastest guys in the game. I know. And that's how stacked this lineup is, is that you got guys like that going seven, eight, nine hole. And that's why they're so good is because the production all the way through that lineup. And I have to ask you also about Brandon Lau, who obviously hits the, the IL now with the back issue. Not It doesn't sound like it's as severe as what he dealt with last year. And I, I thought, you know, this is a good thing for him to maybe regroup for a couple weeks and come back because just viewing it from the outside, and I wanted to get your take, it just seems like everyone is playing so loose uh, right now with the Rays. And I look at Brandon Lau, and he seems like he's just a bit rigid is kind of the way I yeah. described it. Is that kind of what you think is going on with him, or what do you see there? Yeah, I mean, look, anytime you're slumping, it's very hard to, to really go out there and 
enjoy the game you you want to enjoy uh, the same way when you're doing well. I mean, it, it's very it can be a very frustrating game, uh, no doubt. We saw it, you know, in Brandon. Uh, it's very hard to go out there for the first couple months knowing that what type of player he can be and, uh, you know, basically not not producing the way that he expects himself to produce. And so, uh, yeah, sometimes getting away from it just for a little bit, hopefully it is just a little step, uh, might be a good thing, right? You, you can kind of flush what's gone on in the past, flush out, you know, the early part of this year and, and you know, turn the page because we have seen him turn the page. You know, a couple of years ago, I think it was 2021, uh, where he got to 39 home runs and I think it was 99 RBI. Well, the majority of that, almost all of it, came in the second half. And so when he turns it on, he, he can be one of the best second basemen in the league. And so maybe getting away from it, as long as it's not too much of a uh, injury with the back, hopefully it's just something small, uh, if he can just use that time to, you know, regroup, if you want to call it that, and get back out refocused uh, when he is healthy, uh, maybe we'll see him back to that production level that we saw a couple years ago. Hey, you know, there was an article uh, Mark Topkin wrote like a week ago about Wander Franco and some of the off-the-field stuff. And I didn't know really quite how to digest it. I'm not as close to the team as you are or as, as I used to be. Uh, I'm not in the clubhouse anymore. Uh, but is there anything going on with him, or is it is it there is some immaturity there? I mean, he's only, what, 22? So you would expect that. And how much of this is just like these guys – you know, pimping stuff and enjoying baseball and flipping the baseball up and doing crazy stuff. And, and like, where is the line for that stuff? And is, is this part of it? Because I, I don't know. I'm not close enough to it, and I don't know if this is, you know, an issue that the Rays are dealing with behind closed doors. Can you shed any light on it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. Look, there, there's first of all, there's no issues with Wander. Uh, just knowing the team, knowing his personality, and, and seeing everything even behind closed doors. There's absolutely nothing going on. Um, you got to remember, like you said, this is a 22-year-old who is one of the best players in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, for him to go out there, and you want him playing with confidence, and I think sometimes that shows on the field. Yeah. Uh, I think the confidence level of this entire team shows on the field. Now, I think what's great is that you got a guy, Kevin Cash, that is able to manage personalities better than I've ever seen yep. in the big leagues, right? Yep. We've seen some guys who've done a really good job of managing personalities, but not to the level of Cash. I think Cash understands his players, understands that he wants them to go out there and enjoy themselves, play loose, uh, play comfortable. I think comfort is a big thing. And so he wants it out of the team. Uh, he's also a guy that I played with, and I know for a fact that if you cross the line, he has <laughs> zero problem getting in your face. So, um, no, I, I think that where they're at now is in a really good spot. I think it, if, if it ever got to a point where it was over the line, uh, Cash would have no problem bringing it up to the players themselves and taking care of it in-house. But it's nowhere close to that. And, you know, these guys are just going out there and enjoying themselves. And I think, JP, honestly, I mean, look, the game's changed a lot over the years, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. to a certain point, you got to embrace some of the new changes. Um, I, I, shoot. If I would have seen some of the things going on 20 years ago, uh, it, it would have blown my mind, right? Because that's not the way I was taught to play baseball. You, you, ever, you ever hit you a guy celebrate. for pimping a home run? Yeah. Have you ever hit a guy for right. pimping a home run? Have you? 
Uh, I've gone up and in. <laughs> Dude, I, I hit a lot of guys for a lot of reasons. So, um, you hit me, but, you know, it's just a different game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I threw up and in on you just for walking slow to the plate. Um, it's I took you look, deep the you know, first time. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just a different game, man. It, it really is. And I'm not saying good or bad. Actually, you know, parts of it are really good for the game. I love it. I, I, love I think it. it's, yeah, I think, I think it brings in fans. I, I think it brings in excitement. Yeah. Uh, people want to see some celebration and people having fun. They don't want to see stoic figures just going out there and then going back in the dugout. So uh, it's just different, and I think the Rays are embracing uh, you know, the style of baseball now. And, and again, I, if anything ever got to the point where it needs to be addressed, cash will have no problem doing it. Yeah, I have to ask you this real quick, Doug, by the way, because I've been, I've been saying this all week on this show after this Boston series, and we've talked a lot about Fenway Park. <laughs> And I will, I will start this. I have never been to Fenway Park. It is on my bucket list. But He's just, never been to another park, <laughs> period. So he actually thinks, you know, the Trop is I call ballpark. I call Tropicana Amer- America's <laughs> ballpark. And to me, <laughs> to, to me, to me, Fenway, I've, I've just been fed up, especially yesterday. Someone needs to give Luke Rayleigh a hug because he should have had two home runs if we're playing in a legit ballpark. And even the pesky pole, Mejia, like it didn't help us there because we have a little two-foot wall that makes it so easy for the, for the, the right fielder to, to, to rob a home run. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I hate this ballpark. He has no respect. I hate, I hate no this respect, ballpark. Doug. So, Doug, I'll ask you as somebody who has pitched there, is it as talked up as it is? Is it the cream of the crop when it comes to ballparks for you and Major League Baseball? Well, uh, yeah, I think. Hold on, Doug. You're in, you're in a bad spot. Start start again on yeah. your Fenway. Can tape. you hear me? Yeah, Sorry, we're driving. Me. We're driving up to Atlanta right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Start Hello? start again. Yeah, I okay. got you. Yeah. yeah, so so Fenway Park is like one of those old-time, you know, Wrigley Field. It's the charm of the place, right? That's why you love it. It's the atmosphere. Um, you definitely have to go up there and see it for yourself. I think for a fan, it's a lot of fun. It, it, the wall in left field makes it exciting. The short park and Pesky's Pole. In right field, all the unique characteristics of that park can be a lot of fun to go out and just watch a ball game, right? And it, you do feel like you're you're back in the 1920s watching baseball when you go there. So it's a really cool experience as a fan, but I'll tell you, as a pitcher, it's a nightmare, right? <laughs> so you go out there and you got a fence that they claim to be 300 feet in left field, which there's no way it's closer to got to be around 275 because I've given up about a thousand dents on that wall. Uh, it's nowhere close to 300 feet. And then you got right field that you can literally lean over and fall over the field, over the fence. Um, you have zero foul territory. It's just a nightmare for a pitcher. If you're a hitter, you love it. But it's a very, very tough place to play. And honestly, that's why you go there and you see these numbers that you know Boston puts up at home. Right? They're the number one offense at home in baseball because of the dimensions and the unique play of that field. But uh, as an experience, you know, as a fan, you got to go, you got to check it out. I think you'd like it, honestly, Nick, um, just for watching a game. But to play there, it's a mess. <laughs> That's succinctly put, you gave me a good. You gave me a good answer, Doug. You gave me a great answer. Absolutely. He gave me pros and he gave me cons. Yeah, That's absolutely. what I like to hear. Well, uh, listen, yeah. man, have fun in Atlanta. Drive safe. I don't know where you're at right now, but look at this, those overpasses on 75. Trust me, there's cops up there. 
and they will uh, they will they will get you with that gun, and you will pay a hefty fine, my friend. So set that. But, uh, well, listen. Listen, the wife's driving right now. She's going about twenty miles an hour over the speed limit, so she gets a ticket. I'm going to call back into the show, yeah, and I'll but, let you know. I'll but she'll talk her way update. out of it. She'll talk her way. They, we don't get. We don't yeah. get. They never give us a break. But she'll talk yeah, her way exactly out of it. So that's right. a good. That's a good call. Yeah, that's what. That's why she's driving. Exactly. Very smart. All right, partner. Have a good trip. Thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it. Thanks to you, of Mrs. course, you for, for driving too. We appreciate that. There you go. See you, boys. I could never let my. My, my my ex-wife was the worst driver ever. I could not I could not drive with her. She would drive 55 miles an hour on the freaking highway. Sometimes you know I'm, oh I'm wondering God, I how I want to put a, Sometimes I'm wondering how you were even married for Yeah, it makes for two of us. Many years because I just never heard I've never heard a positive or anything. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she may she drove my my son was going back with moving to Chicago. He was taking his car up there. So she made him drive behind her all the way to Chicago at 55 miles an hour. Oh, my God. I would absolutely lose my mind. Lose my mind. No. Thank God. The woman that drives 20 miles over the speed limit, damn right. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, of uh, driving 55 not at all. Does anybody drive 55 anymore? Uh, well, Except the lady in the left hand. Well, I'll tell you right now. Every day I come across. Sometimes whenever you're 150 years old. People, Hold at up. some point, stop driving. If you get to that point of your life where you can't drive over 40 miles an hour and you have to be in the left-hand lane on the Gandhi Bridge or any two-lane highway, you got to stop. Uber. You know, my this Do is, something. This is get before. off the effing. And when you get on... To merge onto an interstate, you don't stop at the end of the merge lane, lady, who I almost plowed into the back of today, getting on. The, okay, but the to summit. be fair, you are you are almost overly you are very overly aggressive. When I when, when the back of the days where we used to drive to the St. Pete perhaps, studio, perhaps, and I sat in the back seat, it's perhaps. like I just had to put my head down sometimes. <laughs> you, you're you're not Mister Blinker. That's that's what I know. You're not Mister Blinker. Number one. Number two, when By we're the driving, time I change lanes. That's <clears throat> it. It's, yeah, uh, and when we're driving over here, I know when you're behind me. Because <laughs> I honk at you. You honk. You <laughs> honk. you the bird. I'm just sitting there That's at a light, fun, and you though. honk and, and give me the bird every single time. I love coming up behind Nick, and he's like waiting, patiently waiting for the traffic that's two miles down the road <laughs> to pass. And I just get a lay on the horn. I'm like, huh. <laughs> he looks in his rear view mirror. And I get mad, and, and then like, I look, and it's, it's you every single time. <laughs> every single time. But I'm a, I'm a kind, aggressive driver. I don't cut people off. I don't cut people off. I never get in their way. You just you just you're it's it's productively aggressive, as I like to call it. It keeps things moving, keeps things moving. As opposed to people aggressive. like you, they're like you know, I put my blinker on. Can I get over here? I don't know, Granny. Can I? I can't see. You you should you never see. Here's the thing: you never drove with a with a great grandmother like mine that was blind in one eye, <laughs> and drove until she was eighty three. I just told you, yeah, her, blind in one her, eye. She's and the one lady who needs to get off the road. Yes, you will never experience. I never sat in the front seat with her. Why? There's no. She should not have been driving. Why did you Listen, let her no, drive? Nobody told. No, nobody told my grand, my great grandma no. <laughs> That's first of all. Clearly. <laughs> Nobody told her, no. At 83 and she's half blind. 
It's not a good thing she for never, her. He, it's not safe for her, and it's not safe for everybody else. She made it work. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> Two hands on the wheel. Did she? <laughs> she never knows how many how many accidents she caused. <laughs> Half That's the time, the rest of the world's don't, problem. They don't get in there. They they just like. Mr. Magoo, they get away, and there's a 17-car pileup behind them that they caused. Yeah. All right, uh, quick break. When we come back, the Tampa Sports Club will be introducing, inducting is the word I'm looking for, inducting some folks into some great folks into the Tampa Sports Hall of Fame tomorrow night. I will be uh, honored to be the host of that, and Mark Donahue will join us next. He is the president of the Tampa Sports Club, and we will chat to him next. Stay with us. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. Well, Fitz the Mortgage Guy did it again. A listener heard his ad was going to another big bank but called Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services of Tampa and Fitz saved him $618 on his monthly payment. Are you kidding me? Folks, that's big money. Rates are going up. They're going down. They're going all over the place. Scott will shop your loan and save you lender fees and get the best rates. Email him, scott at amstampa.com or call 813-294-7595. That's Fitz the Mortgage Guy. Lots of stuff going on right now, and these rates are going all over the place. You need somebody knowledgeable in the market that will work hard for you and get you the best deal. That's my man, Scott. He's done three loans for me, done thousands of loans for local folks here, works with a lot of the coaches and players in the area. He's the guy. 813-294-7595 or go to scott at amstampa.com. During COVID, over 1.7 million people were added to the Florida Medicaid rolls, but as of April 1st, 2023, most of these people may not be eligible for the Medicaid coverage and will lose their health plan. If you have been notified you are losing your coverage, don't freak out. It's very likely you can apply for a federal subsidy under the Affordable Care Act. Just call 877-652-0244. Our representatives will walk you through the whole process, get some basic information on your income, number of kids, and then they'll find a plan that best fits your needs. In fact, with the new laws, 90% of Americans qualify for reduced or free health care. You can select great plans like Florida Blue, that's my carrier, love them, paying $800 left after making the call. 877-652-0244. Our highly trained professionals know all the intricacies of the new laws. They will do all the work. You save tons of money. So if you're being dropped from Medicaid, fear not. Call 877-652-0244. Get real health insurance, free doctor visits, free blood work, no deductibles. 877-652-0244. Ladies and gentlemen, let's rock. This is Fan Stream Sports with JP. 
All right, welcome back. As uh, we got a very special event coming up this week. Uh, tomorrow night, the 38th Hall of Fame banquet as the Sports Club of Tampa Bay inducts six more legends into their Hall of Fame. And I'm very honored to be uh, hosting the ceremonies. And the president of the Sports Club of Tampa Bay, the great Mark Donahue, joins us now. What's up, Mark? How are you? Well, I don't know about the great part, but everything is looking very good for our sold-out banquet tomorrow, 425-plus. Awesome. Uh, people are still calling, and, and unfortunately, we're sold out. We do have six really great folks um, coming in this time. Nardi Contreras, Yankees uh, Director of Pitching, Dexter Jackson, MVP for the Bucks, mm-hmm. Steve DeBerg, quarterback, Rick Peckham, Hall of Fame announcer for the Lightning, and then the two local coaches, Jim Macaluso from King High Sp- uh, baseball mm-hmm. and coach Earl Garcia from Hillsborough High football. So we are so glad to have you at the helm too, buddy, directing us tomorrow. Uh, I'm absolutely honored and privileged to do so, my friend. And I love this because as with many of these banquets I've done, these are my friends and people that I've covered for the 30 plus years that I've been uh, doing this crazy business. And it's just a, a, such an honor to be able to be part of them being immortalized in Tampa sports because there's not many places that we can thank these folks and they can literally live in immortality for the great accomplishments. And that's, I think, what a, uh, a great thing the Sports Club of Tampa Bay does by doing this. And I know you, you take it as a very uh, a serious honor uh, to be able to Most put this together. Yeah. No, it, it's uh, we're um, we're way behind. There's many, many uh, people who deserve to be in, and we're working on it. You know, every year uh, the club is growing. Everything's looking good. In addition, JP, in September, on September 18th, I know you know this. The Rays have three guys that we're bringing into the Hall of Fame, and the Rays play tomorrow night, so they were not available. So on September 18th at a luncheon at the Columbia, and I hope you'll be there, um, we're going to induct Andy Freed, Mark Tompkin, and, of course, our beloved and now deceased Dave Wills. So he did know he was going to be inducted. He was looking forward to it, Mm -hmm. and he will be inducted. His family will be there. So that's going to be... a crowd of 125, whatever the room can hold right. in, in September. Yeah, that was great. We did that with uh, Joe Madden uh, last year. It was year. perfect oh, with Joe. Yes, fantastic. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Such, such a great dude. And these three gentlemen, really, I mean, if you're a Rays fan, they become part of your family, really, because Most you're listening definitely. to them on radio. Even though we watch the games a lot on TV, you know, Dave and Andy, that was kind of the soundtrack of the Rays, really. It and, was. And Mark has, you know, been the beat writer since the birth of the franchise. So he's been the conduit to which we get 90% of our information about the Rays. So that that's a cool deal, and I'm glad we're able to, to get them in as well. And, and great folks. And what you're doing with Dave and his family, that's fantastic. Well, they, they are most deserving, and uh, they have all been frankly like yourself uh, cheerleaders in uh, pointing out the good work we do we raise we'll be raising easily 15,000 for the boys and girls club on Wednesday night and uh, hopefully more and uh, that's our big charity we have others uh, anything in youth sports uh, that we can support people make an application we look at it and you know decide to do it or not we have a separate charity for that of course Mm -hmm. and uh, everything has been 
it's been a very good year in spite of who the president was. I can tell you that. <laughs> we really got a lot of new people, and they have really uh, blown the roof off of the club again. We're really doing great. Yeah, you know, um, I wasn't able to get to the cigar smoker you all had the other night, uh, but I heard it was a fantastic turnout and a great thing. So just tell, tell the folks what you guys do on a weekly, monthly basis because it's a great club, great speakers, and now we're branching out into cigar uh, smokers, golf tournaments, uh, top golf. So if anybody wants to join the club, give them the pitch. Okay, the pitch is for uh, until June 30th, for $100 a year, uh, you'll be a member. Uh, we have our dinners uh, once a month, starting again in August uh, at the Pomacea Golf and Country Club. We have great speakers. We've had Randy Grimes. We've had Brian Bradley of the Lightning, Brian Anderson of the Rays announcing, uh, Dexter Jackson. Yeah. Uh, we've had Rick Peckham. I mean, we've had them all, and we continue to, to be the spot that has the best sports speakers. You come, you have a great dinner. You can talk to them, ask questions up close, and we go home. Yeah. It starts at 6, we go home at 8 o'clock, and then in addition, as you've said, we've added a fantastic golf tournament that was very successful. We raised money for the charity, and we're doing other things. Now, we also have a lightning night, as you know. Mm-hmm. I think last year we had about 60 members and guests show up to a lightning game, had a little dinner ahead of time. And uh, we always like to see you there, buddy. Yeah, the absolutely. Games. Yeah, and um, also we're and speaking of the lightning, we're giving out our lifetime achievement award this year to two folks that are so uh, so deserving and have become such an integral part and a driving force, uh, all things sports and business in Tampa Bay, and that's Jeff and Penny Vinnick. Um, tell me how you yes. uh, came to that uh, great idea to get them in as a well, lifetime achievement award. Well, it, it was easy. I think the hard part for us was wondering if they would be so kind to accept because you know they do this work humbly they're so generous uh but a lot of times people that are that generous just really don't want the recognition but jeff immediately came back and said yes so they'll be accepting via video because they're out of town now and I, i can't think of any family that does more in terms of dollars and cents for yeah. charity here in the Tampa area, so yeah. we're honored to do that. Of course, Phil Esposito uh, was a previous winner. George and Leonard Levy, the founders of the club, were yep. the first winners of that award. And um, so we're very honored that they would accept, and uh, a number of Lightning people will be there. It's going to be a great event. Uh, sorry, it's sold out. So if you, uh, if you want to join the club, Sports Club of Tampa Bay, Dot org is the website sportsclubatampabay.org our new website is up and running it's great it's got a uh, you can read the bios of all the uh, people that we've inducted into the hall of fame and it's going to be a great night i can't wait to see all the good folks and uh, and you as well and we really look forward to it mark so thanks so much for joining us thank you jp we'll see you tomorrow night buddy. all right thanks partner appreciate it all right um, bye-bye you know i look at these names and gosh when i first started as a sports reporter here earl garcia is one of the first people i met as the head football coach at hillsborough high and he's been there i think for 40 years and i mean the amount of lives that a man like that has changed and touched is just it's incalculable really um because he takes a lot of these kids that you know come from very broken homes and gives them a structure 
in football, in athletics, in discipline, and education, and helps them become you know, productive members of society. And that's, uh, that's not only good for that particular child, but it's good for us in society because it makes a big difference and it keeps kids from going, you know, into a life of crime as opposed to becoming, you know, college graduates and bringing up a family of their own. And I could say the same about, uh, coach Macaluso from King high school and Artie Contreras for, um, you know, Dexter Jackson works with our local youth right now and has been for a long, long time. Um, so yeah, all these gentlemen are not only great sports figures, but they've made it such a positive impact in our, in our, in our local society. Yeah. It's a really cool event. We did a show there, what, two years ago. Yeah. We did a show live from there and and went to it and all that. And it's a, it's a pretty cool event. They go all out for it. Uh, that year was when Brad Richards went in, if you recall, and he was, he was like my favorite lightning player growing up. So that was cool for me to see that. And just, what was it? The, the plant head coach, Robert Wiener, right? Yeah, Robert Wiener did a great in. speech he gave. Uh, Erickson wow. from USF uh, Women's Softball, the work he's done. Gail Searins, I think, went in that, that particular time. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love how they, I love how they honor the, the high school coaches and the youth coaches around the league. It's not just pro. It really is Tampa Bay sports because we talk about it all the time. This is a hub for youth sports, high school sports, and obviously pro sports in the last few years it's become that. And it's great to see there's something out there that is able to honor these guys. Yeah, and I, I highly recommend you get involved with the Tampa Sports Club because, again, it's a great, it's a great networking opportunity. There's a lot of uh, folks there, the who's who in, in local sports. If you're into sports, even if you're a youngster, I mean, it's 100 bucks for the year. And you get to go to all these events, um, you know, the dinners, the, the other special events that is, we do all, all year long. It's, it's still fun. at the Pippin, is it right? The Pippin, Pippin Center? Center? Pippin yeah. Center. Yeah. Yeah, it's at the Pepin Center. So, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And uh, they're sold out this year, 450. It's a big number. And, uh, but we have a lot of other events at, P- at Palmacy, of course. You come on over and watch the speakers. It's really, really good stuff. So and there's multiple bars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, go to a, we do a lot of different things. So sportscluboftampabay.org. Uh, get involved, become a member, and um, you will, you'll love it. And jog my memory, just help me figure this out again. What was the one, because there's another one that you were part of this year at Raymond James Stadium. What was that oh, one? Oh, that was the uh, Florida Sports Hall of Fame. Florida Sports Hall yeah, of Fame, right. Yeah, that was that was for the whole state, obviously, and not just Tampa And that's where Bay. Vinny was in, and yeah. I forgot who else went in that one. Oh, gosh. Um, Fred Ridley, yep, uh, chairman of Augusta and U.S. Amateur Champion. Uh, who else went in there? Luis Gonzalez yep. was uh, went in that um, – Gosh, who else? There was tons of folks, and I want to forget some of them. But it's a big year for Hall of Fames. You I think Dexter Jackson went in too. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. We had him on. Yeah, yeah. it's a big year for Hall of Fames with the Rays doing their mm-hmm. inaugural Hall of Fame celebration. Mm-hmm. Which I got to check the dates on that again because I'm especially excited for when Carl Crawford's going in. Yeah, because I feel like we just haven't seen Carl in like the past decade or so around the yeah, Rays. He's been. He's been. Well, the Rays haven't done. This is another great <laughs> thing that they've done this year. Yeah, you know they have literally ignored their alumni yeah, and Wade for a Boggs long, as well. long time. Yeah, they have not embraced their alumni at all for their entire existence. And now they've finally started reaching out to them, letting them become part of the now. And it's a freaking no-brainer. 
It's a yeah. Because the Don Zimmer one was fantastically Fantastic. done. And then they come out with those series on Bally, too. Yeah. Those, like, 30-minute pieces where they talk to the family members and they go over the history of them. Really good stuff. Really Trisha good stuff. The, fantastic job. The Lightning, the crew the Lightning did theirs this year with yeah. Marty and Vinny going in together and Phil. Nostalgia sells. You Nostalgia know? sells. And people, even you at the young age, have, you know, you grew up at the race. And these were your young heroes growing up. And everybody likes to welcome them back. And, you know, like the Yankees have always done their – you know, their uh, uh, alumni games where they bring all the, the stars back. So, yeah, it's something that the Rays should embrace. And I'm glad the Tampa Sports Club is embracing the Rays as well with Andy Freed and Mark Topkin and Dave Wills going in. It's like Rays royalty right there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is, the, like I said, they become part of your family. They really do. And uh, it's great that they honor him because there's not a whole lot of place. I know our good friend Jack Harris is trying to start this um, walk of fame for Tampa people and the down on the river walk to, to put in like bricks for, you know, famous people of Tampa Bay. We used to have, um, Oh, it was the Brown Derby it used to be at West shore. And they did, uh, uh, all the, like the local news anchors and put us all up on there. I got my face right next to George Steinberg. And then they wrecked the place. I mean, come on. That was like, that was fun to get to go. I always get my table right underneath me and me and Steinberg. I'm like, I got next to him. That was pretty cool. He's like, yeah, he comes in and sits there all the time. But that place is gone. So now he wants to do his Tampa Sports or Tampa Hall of Fame, not just sports, and have like a river walk, a walk of fame, which I'm, I'm down for. That'd be good. We should embrace our history. Remind folks of some of the great people that we have come put, before us. We could put your greatest pupil in there as well. Who's that? Aaron Andrews. Yep, Aaron Andrews would be in there. Absolutely, she would be in there. And then maybe if I get in, you know, Tally can go take a dump right on my my – it's my star on the wall. I hope it. I hope it's like many people. I hope it's like the. You no know, kidding. I hope it's like the one that I saw from her at the, uh, at the Davis Island Park when we met y'all there like a month ago. <laughs> I still think about that randomly, and I just bust out laughing. Which one? <clears throat> we met y'all at the Davis Island Park, right? And dogs, for whatever reason, they get on the they get on the beach and they get in the water. It just does something very explosive to them. Yeah, well, they swallow the water. <laughs> And then it's got to come but it, out the But it other was way. just funny because, like, we walked out and, like, you usually let Tally let go, like, off her leash because yeah. she's really good. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. <clears throat> and we all, like, were looking around, like, where did Tally go? She, like, disappeared. And then I just looked and I just happened to see her squatting. I mean, and it was a rocket, a <laughs> rocket coming out. And it's, like, two seconds that I'll never get back, but it's ingrained in my head. And I think about it randomly <laughs> from time to time. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I told you the story that um, uh, I was at the dog Davis Island dog park and a fight broke out. Like uh, like six people on six people. There were there were weaves getting pulled and dogs biting people. It was crazy. It was out of control. The cops came, so the cops came and I'm just like I can't believe what I'm watching here. So the cops came and they got kind of had the sides separated outside the dog park and I'm leaving the dog park and the cops are there, and they have them all separated, but they're still kind of like jawing at each other, and the tri- cops are trying to keep things cool. Tally runs over right in the middle of it, <laughs> takes a squat right there, and <laughs> just like you said, let's, that stopped all the fighting. That stopped everybody from fighting. <laughs> everybody was just like, oh, my God, whose dog is that? And then everything was calm after that. Total diversion. And I'm like, yep, yeah, see, that's my dog, always doing what you Helping the world. Great job. All right, we'll take our final break here. We'll come back, and we got to get into a couple other stories. Uh, we have a big gambling story in the NFL, uh, and it involves a local uh, high school player here from the Tampa Bay area. 
Um, the Chiefs at the White House. Uh, the Stanley Cup. We haven't talked about the hockey game last night. We got another basketball game tonight, NBA Finals. So we'll get to all that when we come back. Law Group. Have you been injured in an accident, in an auto accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, at work or at a place of business? Well, call the Jeeves Law Group and get the personal attention that you deserve. I made the mistake many, many years ago with going with one of the bigger law firms, the national law firms. And let me tell you, getting a call back from those folks was next to impossible. Weeks and weeks would go by never get a call back. That doesn't happen with the Jeeves Law Group. Personal attention is what they're all about. When you call the Jeeves Law Group, you will be part of the family. They will represent you in a vigorous and aggressive way against the insurance companies. These larger companies will promise bigger settlements, but it's the Jeeves Law Group that will get you the best results. If you're tired of dealing with these bigger law firms, check out the Jeeves Law Group. Go to JeevesLawGroup.com, tell them JP sent you, get a free consultation. It's the Jeeves Law Group. Scott Jeeves has been representing clients in the Tampa Bay area for over 25 years. Give them a call. It's a free call. 727-894-2929. 727-894-2929. Or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you looking to lose weight or just lean up for bathing suit season where there are so many diets and chiropractors and weight loss clinics out there? You don't know where to start, right? We'll start at Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Chris Lugo, PA, and his professional staff will devise a personal plan for you that gets results and will help you keep the weight off. Everybody metabolizes food and supplements differently. Many of these other approaches are designed for the masses. So how's that going to work for you specifically? It's not. Chris will spend one-on-one time with you to find out what works best for you so the weight comes off safely without the use of harmful drugs and side effects. Call 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Tell them JP sent you for priority scheduling. 844-977-3477 or BAMMC.com. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. Hey guys, are you experiencing those feelings of getting older, lower sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, or you just don't feel like you had the vitality you once had? It's a chronic problem here in the United States. You're not just getting old, it's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well, so do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Look, testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional, targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and 
emotional stability, not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Folks, I've been on testosterone therapy for over six years, and it is a life changer. You will feel and look better than you did 10 years ago. Give them a call at 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Tell them JP sent you for priority scheduling. That's 844-977-3477 or BAMMC.com. Pure, pure sports. JP is back on. Welcome back. Fan stream sports. Well, it looks like the golf feud is over as the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and the DP World Tour announce a merger with very few details, by the way, if any. So, a major, major uh, announcement here for the game of golf, but we really don't know how it's going to affect the game of golf uh, moving forward. Uh, welcome back to the J.P. Peterson Show, by the way. Um, so this this is broken early this morning. Jay Monahan on on CNBC said, "There's been a lot of tension in our sport over the last couple of years. What we're talking about today is coming together to unify the game of golf and to do so under one umbrella." Um, the PGA Tour players certainly have not been notified of what this means. In fact, um, one of the tour players reached by ESPN on Tuesday said, "No effing way." <laughs> One golf agent who represents a couple of high-profile LIV golf players told ESPN he was unaware of the merger. You just made my heart skip a few beats, said the agent. So Phil Mickelson put on Twitter today, awesome day today, happy face emoji. Um, Colin Morikawa and everyone thought yesterday was the longest day in golf. That's the 36-hole U.S. Open qualifier that went down yesterday. Um, wow. So basically Monahan saying that there's going to be a merger, um, but did not give a whole lot of details. The trans blah 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 blah. The memo to PGA Tour players on Tuesday, a copy of which was obtained by ESPN. Monahan wrote that in addition to making a financial investment in the new entity, the PIF, uh, which is the Saudi uh, fund, would become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour, DP World Tour, and other international tours. Monahan wrote the PIF will make investments to build an even stronger and more robust commercial business together and was committed to significant financial support toward causes that positively impact the game on a global basis. So after a year and a half of just destroying the Saudis in their dirty money, Jay Monahan is taking that dirty money. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't make this. You can't make it up. You cannot make it up. So are they going to like bring out all these quotes over the last year and a half about? Oh, it's already going around. Off? Like how he brought up nine eleven as a thing. Like how could they? And everything. And now he's just lining his pockets. How how it works? And the, I think selective morality. I think one of the Saudi Fantastic. guys has joined. He's going to be one of the head members of the PGA Tour board as well. This this he's from a PGA Tour player um, that didn't want to be named. It's insanity. The LIV tour, live tour was dead in the water. It wasn't working. Now you're throwing them a life jacket. Is the moral of the story to just always take the money? Welcome. To I'm the, not going to say. Welcome to the world. I'm not going to say PGA that's Rory McIlroy, but that's Rory McIlroy's. That's his quote. Put his name. I don't, on, put, put your name behind it then. Yeah. Uh, quote: They were going down their path. They were going down ours. And after a lot of introspection, you realize all this tension in the game is not a good thing. Monahan said. Who started that tension? 
well, Greg, Greg Norman did. Yes, I think Greg Norman has been the... If there's a bad guy in this whole entire thing, I've always pointed to Greg Norman. Well, for this. I, I th- but, but I think Monahan deserves a lot. Mon- of them. I was going to say yeah. Monahan deserves just as much flack yeah. as, as Norman because this whole tension he's he's talking about. I think Monahan's done just as much job as anybody is contributing to that. Yeah, this is a funny part. The PJ Tour will remain a five hundred one three C tax exempt organization according to the release, even though they'll have billions of dollars in dirty <laughs> Saudi money. What? But at the end of the day, though, it, I hate that it ha- again that it takes Saudi to make these things. But in the in the grand scheme of this, this is a good thing for it golf. Is. It is that there's going to be more yep. money coming around to the pot, and these guys are going to be paid. And just as a fan, we get everybody back at one point. Now we right. don't have to wait. We have to see right. how this works. But we're assuming that we're not going to have to wait just for four majors every year to get the best of the best on the field at this on the course at the same time. Yeah. So if you're a golf fan, this is a good thing. I don't know what the details are yet, and I don't know how it's going to affect the bow spar. Just please, let's keep let's wear pants. Let's not wear shorts. And and I also think those things bothered me. And let's not do music on the greens. Monahan said that the team golf is going to be a part of the new PGA Tour. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll see. I got an open mind. I got an open mind. And this is going to help though, like the Ryder Cup, no, and the yeah. Presidents Cup, that we can include yeah. the best players. Now. Of course, yeah. So again, as a golf fan, it's a great thing. It is a good thing. It is a good thing. And, you know, in the end, it was just a bunch of billionaires arguing over money, right? Billionaires, millionaires arguing over money. So what we want to see is the best players playing on the PGA Tour and other tours. <laughs> it's going to be diluted a little bit because it's just, you know, you, there's not enough weekends in the year to have all these tournaments. So we'll see. All right, what else do we want to get to? Oh, the uh, the story with um, – uh, Isaiah Rogers Sr., who played at Blake High School, um, is now being investigated by the NFL for gambling. He's admitted to it. He said, I know I made mistakes. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. Last thing I ever wanted to do was be a distraction to the Colts organization, my coaches and teammates. I've let people down that I care about. All right, so he's, you know, he's, he's asking for a little contrition here, or he's, he's showing contrition, asking for mercy. Rogers, a six-round pick, is entering the final year of a four-year, $3.4 million contract. He'll likely be suspended for a while. Uh, evidently, there was approximately 100 bets were placed on his account over an undisclosed amount of time, including on the Colts games. Most of the bets were in the 25 to $50 range, although there was at least one low four-figure bet. So he started nine games in 2022 and is likely going to become a starter and get that next contract. So really bad timing for this young man. I, I really have a hard time, you know, going crazy about this but it is what it is gambling has come to but you can't be doing it you can't be doing it if you're a player you cannot be gambling it's just that simple at this point if you're a player just play it safe and don't do it at all yeah. because the rules unless you're like diving into the rule book you probably don't even know what the rules are necessarily i mean we had what four lions players yep who yep. had that happen calvin ridley a whole season as, as ridiculous as it may seem it is the rules yep. rules are the rules you can't can't because if players get in debt they do stupid things and uh, yeah so not a good thing um but a little bit hypocritical because the nfl is making crap tons of money yep. now on on gambling so all right we got uh we had hockey last night an unbelievable <laughs> hit by Kachuk on Eichel. Clean, um, by clean the way. Hit, clean hit, but, absolutely. But the NHL is is getting a little soft for my like because they give him a, a two-minute minor and a ten-minute misconduct for that. I, I thought he didn't. <clears throat> I, I was kind of doing some work and watching the whole thing, but I didn't think he got penalized for that. 
He got a, I know he got a 10-minute misconduct was, for it. Maybe I think that was for the fighting afterwards, all the, all the shenanigans. I thought it was for the hit, and when I saw that, I'm like, oh, it's because he hit Eichel. If he would if he would have hit a fourth liner, I don't know if it would have been a misconduct because yeah. that's, sometimes that's how the NHL that's works. That's not a misconduct. That's a that's a legal play. But he got another Even misconduct. Gretzky said you got to have your head up. You and, and Eichel admitted that, by the way. Yeah, he did. He admitted he had no that. problem with the hit whatsoever. And, and but I'm but glad he's okay. But Kachuk got another misconduct later. I don't see that's ever happened. Two ten minute misconducts on a Stanley Cup final game for the yeah. best player on Florida. Who, by the way, credit to Vegas, they have completely neutralized Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. I watched that entire game yesterday. He's having hardly any impact right now on that game. He seems like he's flustered. Vegas has given it to him now, whereas Carolina was just kind of letting him just do whatever he wanted. Vegas isn't letting it happen, and we're seeing right now Florida is that team that was on this magical run, and then they got all that time off, and it's hard to replicate that. Yeah. It just is. And Bobrovsky has turned into regular season Bobrovsky, just like that. And Vegas has a hot goaltender in Aiden Hill who looks like the Jordan Bennington of this year for Vegas. And I just do not see Florida climbing back in this series one bit. I don't. I, don't, I think you're right, unfortunately.